0: Hello and welcome to this edition of Michael's Weekly Perspective Podcast, I'm Michael Mann. During today's episode, I will be talking to Kim Gibson about this organization called Disability Link. Then at the end of this edition, I will be telling you the plan for this year's NFB National Federation of the Blind National Convention. That's it for this edition, and stay tuned. During the COVID nineteen outbreak, many groups and organizations in the United States had moved their meetings online to avoid public gathering. Today, I'm glad to invite Kim Gibson, the director of the Executive Director of Disabilities Link in Georgia to the podcast. I am currently taking this class that's hosted by Disability Link. And this is why I invited Kim to the podcast. Welcome, Ms. Gibson, to the podcast. As we begin, I wonder if you can introduce yourself.
1: Sure. I'm Kim Gibson. I'm the Executive Director of Disability Link, uh, which is a center in a center for independent living in Tucker, Georgia. We actually serve 12 different counties, um, including Cherokee, Clayton, Cobb, Coetta, DeKalb, Douglas, Fayette, Fulton, Gwinnett, Henry, Newton, and Rockdale. Um, I come from another center for independent living in Pennsylvania, and then previously before that, Wyoming. And with that, I brought my different skill sets to enhance what programs we have here in the metro Atlanta area. Um, It is important to kind of say that there are centers for independent living across the United States. They're mandated through the Rehabilitation Act. In Georgia there's a total of nine centers for independent living and then we have a state independent living council that is separate um, but we all work together collaboratively and we're all separate nonprofit organizations. Basically, doing the same five core services. Um, Each of us are charged with the same five core services, including advocacy, information referral, peer support training, um, transitional services into the community, and peer support. And then from that, Centers for Independent Living, are all different in different aspects because it's supposed to be led for and by people with disabilities and to be reflective of the community that they serve. And so what you see in Metro Atlanta may look different than Savannah, Georgia. And so um, I say, if you visited one, you visited one Center for Independent Living. However, those five core services kind of stay the same um so they they all kind of stay the same or look the same as far as those five core services how they're they're handled in the community is totally different because it's again based upon the community it serves and so at disability link we have at all different levels at our management level at our board level and at our staff level all separate individually are represented by 50 percent. Or more of people with disabilities, and um, we're closer to the realm of ninety percent in all all areas. Um, So I know that that kind of went into talking a little bit about what Disability Link was, and for me as a person with a disability, all that encompasses my my life as working, and so I've strived to. take my experiences, my peer experiences, and share those with other people across the United States. And I've won many awards, and I guess the most one that I'm proud of is the National Council of Independent Living um, Women's Caucus Hall of Fame Award, um, which was given to me for providing peer mentorship across the United States.
0: That's good. and since you introduced Disability Link, and I wonder what program do you offer and who is qualified to be served under the service of Disability Link?
1: All right, great question. So our mission, um, I tend to touch base on, but our mission specifically is Disability Link is an organization led by and for people with disabilities and promotes choice and full participation in community life. And so, as I discussed, we have those 12 counties we serve, and we serve, what I say, womb to tomb. And so, it's from birth into death, we'll serve you as long as you have a disability, and that's a cross-disability. Um, there's no one disability that's more important to us than another. So, um, it, it's a range of disabilities. What's really important is that we're non-medical model. That means when you come in and you say, I have a disability, and that's all we need. We do not need you to run to your doctor, get a prescription, do all that. You come in, you self-proclaim that you have a disability. Um, We ask you, you know, if it's a physical, if it's a sensory, if it's a um, mental, if it's intellectual, We do ask those things and sometimes um, with the discussion, you might disclose the diagnosis, but to receive the services, you just simply have to be a person with a disability.
0: This is only available in Georgia or do you have office elsewhere?
1: So for for us, as, as I talked about, there are centers for independent living all across the United States. We so happen to do the 12 counties that I listed um, and there are eight other centers in, in Georgia, but there is a big wide open space that's not served, which we're you know always constantly advocating to the legislature to help us fund those areas so that we can serve those consumers. Doesn't mean that someone calls up from that area, that county and needs some information or referral that we won't serve them. No, that does not mean that. Um, if individuals call us for, Um, different services, we do provide that. Now, I think that you asked me, what kind of programs do we offer? Um, All of our our services are kind of built into those five core services. But from those core services, we have at our center different things. We have an employment program um, that helps people look at what what kind of employment they may look at, may want. Um, we look at when they're transitioning from high school into adulthood, um, looking at careers and technical schools and and um, is that even the right path for you? Um, we have classes such as LEAPS, which is locating employment avenues through peer support. And um, we place people in internships if they are going through Georgia Voc Rehab or GVRA. Um, then we we try to work with your counselor in order to find a placement on site for a job. We have other things: the deaf-blind services. We do tech talks, um, different things with um, assistive technology. We have an assistive technology closet, which isn't a very big one. We do have a small home modification and an assistive tech um, tech program where if you're at risk of going into a nursing home or to stay at home living with supports, we might be able to help you with some funding. It's a very small amount. Um, We have a health and wellness gym where people can come in and learn um, about themselves fitness-wise. We hold different classes, workshops on health and fitness. We do have a small gym where you can come play Wii games. You can also do Wii fitness. Um, We have a, a Bike, their recumbent bike. We have a hand bike for those people that can't um, get on the recumbent bike. We have a stepper. So we have different adaptable equipment in there, um, free weights, different kinds of things, just small different things for that. We have a housing and home modification program where we look at trying to help you look and find different housing options. Um, we do handle the independent care waiver program as a case management, so we do provide case management services for that. We help people in and out of the nursing home, trying to locate, trying to escape from the nursing home back into the community of their choice through right. different services. Um, We have peer support trainings that go on all the time. We have travel training. We have a volunteer program, um, where you can volunteer, learn about volunteer programs and us trying to help you play, go be placed somewhere for volunteer, but also volunteer with us. We have awesome youth programs going on. We have right now, especially with the coronavirus, we have two sessions that you can join in, but we also have parents groups, youth groups going on Um, i think that if you really um, if there's an area of topic we try to meet that topic we have different groups like the lgbtqiap plus plus disability group we have peer-led groups and so i i that's a whole lot to encompass but, but really there's so many programs going on and so many workshops going on that um, that we try to keep that through our Facebook, through our webpage at disabilitylink.org. We have dates to remember where you can actually sign up for it. So I hope that kind of answered that without being too complex.
0: That makes sense. I know the youth program that's currently going on, like this one session that I'm active is the, it's every Monday at one to two with Mr. Garrick, another, core guy
1: right and it's actually monday through thursday
0: oh Wednesday yeah monday
1: monday right. through thursday and in lines with that the youth program during the summer we have a two two twenty-two 22 lessons two different sessions um one starts then one ends and then one starts again and those are four and a half hours um where people can either do video or in place. And if you happen to be going through Georgia voc rehabilitation and get a billing, then we can do a stipend if you have to come to our office or even outside of our office um, so that you have that, that money to be able to do that. But that's only if you have the, um, the approval process through voc rehab, which again, you can contact Gary Scott if you need more information on that. But um, those will be starting very soon. We also have a collaboration with the American Association of People with Disabilities. We're getting ready to end the application process, but that's a summer program where you get a stipend for to be placed at a host site and go through a program that we have for the summer internship. And the stipend's like $200 a, a week. And it's a great opportunity for those that are getting ready to go into college this next year, entering as a freshman, or um, are in college, or have just graduated from college.
0: Great. Do you do collaboration with the two American efficacy groups, such as NFB NFB or ACB?
1: So we, we... Work with all kinds of different groups throughout matter of fact a couple of our staff members of course are are associated with the National Federation of the Blindness. In fact one of our board members is also um, and so the short answer is yes um, we're we work with all different types of groups.
0: How many clients are there currently being served under this organization?
1: So I'm going to give you a little bit of fast facts from last fiscal our last fiscal year um last year we provided over 11,418 services to people with disabilities and and we supported 146 people in achieving their own goals that they did now see you got to understand some people come into the organization and they are looking at um, just very specific things and they may not be an actual signed up ILP client per se.
0: What's ILP stand for? I'm glad All you right.
1: asked me that independent living plan. So when when we report out how many consumers we serve, unfortunately, it really doesn't give a really good figure because there's so many people that come through the door that, that don't develop that plan. So for instance, last year we served according to how how they do it, because you have to have an active consumer service record. We served 602 people. And as you can see, we're, we reported 11,418 people. And those are people that signed the, um, the sheets when they came into the groups. Um, and we estimate there's well more, more than that. But there's other things that we did. We provided information referral to over just um, close to 6,000 people last fiscal year. We helped people, 925 individuals with disabilities locate jobs, um, which is a big thing, right? Because unemployment is yes. small, whatever. L- last year, when we really were kicking off our youth and getting um, other organizations involved with like Georgia Oak Rehab, we were able to provide over 100 youth with, with um, disabilities um, services through our summer and in school, empowering our youth, which we call EOY programs. <clears throat> this year alone, this year alone from December to now, we have provided over 400 services to youth with disabilities through our different programming which is a big thing, especially when people are looking at um, going into life and, and different careers, whatever it might be.
0: Interesting. And how do you learn more about the organization and get hold of you?
1: Well, there's, there's a couple different ways. Um, you can find us on Disability Link. If you look up Disability Link or Disability Action Center of Georgia on Facebook, on Twitter um, LinkedIn, you can go on to www.disabilitylink.org and that can give you some more information. If you go on to disabilitylink.org and you go across the top of the screen where it gives you, it'll list the different things home programs, youth, about us, community resources, get involved, media, sponsors, resource, database, contact us. Once you hit contact us, it pulls down a drop down menu and it will actually list off staff. And if you hit staff, there's a listing of all of our staff and our contact information that you can um, click right onto the link that has the email. You can send a question to any of us that's listed on there. Um, as you go down through it, you might find that, you know, specific areas that you're targeting that you're really interested in, perhaps it's the youth programs, then you would see the youth people that's there, which happens to be William Thomas and Garrick Scott, and you can send an email directly to them. If you wanted to get signed up on our listserv so you get more information, you would click on William Daniels, which is WDaniels at disabilitylink.org. And again, um, that's D-I-S-A-B, as in boy, I-L-I-T-Y link, L-I-N-K dot org. He can um, sign you up on the dates to remember on our newsletters um, and get you connected to be able to see what you may be interested in. One thing I do wanna point out, if you don't see something that you're interested in, we love to take comments from the communities, again, we talked about how it's consumer driven and it's ran formed by people with disabilities. We take that to heart. Many of our programs have been established by volunteers, have been established by board members. Um, we have everything down to, it. we have a group called Us Protecting Us, which, which is um, talking about police brutality and different methods to address those injustices. And that is a peer led group. And so we like to say, um, we're our own experts in our life, and so what kind of groups can we, what kind of things are of interest? We, um, you asked me about collaboration with NFB. Well, we actually have just us blind girls that meets once a month on Saturdays, Um, and our parents group was established from someone else who then um, combined and and started meeting with us um, to help those parents with or without disabilities, with children with or without disabilities um, to help them have a support group. So again, you can contact us through that contact us link. William Daniels would be the one to add you to our listserv, but you can definitely see everything that we're, that's going on on here, including our gala that is coming up in August, that should be a lot of fun to attend.
0: Since today we're talking about disability link, and sometimes when we're in public and people like who are completely abled might ask, you know, whether like what, what's your disability and do you have any advice on how to educate people who are fully abled about your disability? This is the last question and it's it has been a tradition.
1: Okay. So there's a couple things. I, I do want to point out that we have a peer, um, peer training curriculum that we host and our, our consumers are free to attend. So watch for that because that helps you be able to talk better about your disability and um, some people and empower yourself to talk about it my advice is when it comes to your disability you have to have a comfortable stance as to what you want to share and what you don't want to share. You don't have to share anything but remember when they're asking that's a little bit out of curiosity and how do you make that where people um, are comfortable and stop shying away and treating you as somebody different but you can share your experiences. some people will say oh i'm so sorry now for me i'm like what about i'm not sorry i'm 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 glad that i have my disability because it's not a disability to me i utilize my stuff maybe in a different way than you do but i i am able to function just like you just differently and so bear in mind of how you want to address that and if you react negatively they may see you as a person with disability and the organ and the whole body of disabilities as something negative rather than approaching it in a positive manner so that people um don't pity you but treat you fairly and equally um that's really what we're about we're trying to create equal access equal opportunity and be viewed as equals rather than less than and so how you approach that you should approach it let that you're equal and not less than
0: that's good to know on your bio page you have a service dog i wonder do you have any type of impairment
1: so i personally have a few disabilities i have a um i, I say i pass the deaf test i have a um hearing impairment or deafness i also have severe asthma i have psoriasis and i've have Lyme disease effects for the rest of my life. And so Charlie deals with my asthma and for my hearing. That's my service dog, Charlie. Um, and so personally, yes, I have several disabilities.
0: That's good to know today. And thank you, Ms. Gibson, for joining me in the studio. And thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. Have a nice day. This year, the National Federation of the Blind will host its convention virtually. This is the message from the National Federation of the Blind. The National Federation of the Blind is delighted to celebrate our 80th year by expanding the circle of participation to create what will surely be the largest gathering of blind in history, said Mark Rigobono, president of the National Federation of the Blind. Through this, unique event, we will connect blind Americans from anywhere to build opportunities everywhere. We look forward to spreading the 2020 view on blindness to the entire nation and beyond. Register now at no cost and stay tuned for more details. We look forward to your participation in the 2020 NFB National Convention. I will definitely go to attend this convention since it's free and I can go and join anywhere at home. Folks, this is it for this edition of Michael's Weekly Perspective Podcast. If you have any questions or comment, please send me an email to m-u-n-n, that's my last name, Michael, M-I-C-H-A-E-L, that's my first name, 6-8 at gmail.com. Thank you and have a nice day.